Hello everyone, I am Rupam, founder and CEO of Acuity Labs Private Limited, creator of Lifeus and author of the book Intimacy Loss for Man, The Birth of the Lugal. And welcome you all to episode number 17, which is going to be a continuation of the master-slave dynamics. And the reason master-slave dynamics plays such an important role in understanding the meaning of the life is that all of us are being objectified in the modern society in some way or the other. Somebody or the other controls us. Every brain wants to be free, but nobody really knows who is controlling whom in what hierarchy. But everybody knows that somewhere or the other, somewhere or the other, each one of us are being controlled in one way or the other. Somebody controls our health, somebody controls our knowledge, somebody controls our thought process, somebody controls our relationships, somebody controls our future of life, somebody controls the way we think, somebody controls the way we dream, and so on and so forth. And so, Every human is being objectified to be more functional into the society, to be beneficial for the society, to play a role in the society just like an object. And we already understand the classes and objects from our previous episodes. Now, the brain wants to be free, the body wants to be free. But freedom from whom? Freedom of what? What should the life do? And understanding the meaning of life is not simple. But if one doesn't understand the meaning of life, the life remains very absurd. As Albert Kama says, we live an absurd life. Therefore, in order to understand the meaning of life, one should, one, one struggles and then after a certain time, one just tries to become victorious. We now know what is the difference between success and victory. So we are not going to interchange those definitions. So one tries to look for more victories and wins and believes that such victories and wins are going to sort the life. However, many things start collapsing. It's like the chess game that we said that initially when a player starts, he observes the patterns, he learns tips, tricks, certain easy checkmate patterns. But as, he, as the player grows higher, at the top level, everybody is a theoretician, everybody studies principles, understands a lot of inner dynamics and at that level most of the players who had early success in chess often they get lost. The reason they get lost is because they cannot sustain that learning because their success was initially purely because of the of the patterns that they learned. So Somebody is controlling everything or many people are controlling many aspects of our life.
whether we want or not, somebody is at the top of the decision of what we should do, should not do, can do, cannot do. And when such decisions of our life, each and every part of our life is being controlled by somebody or the other, the brain completely gets effed up after certain age, say 30 or 40, because it doesn't understand whom it belongs to, why it exists. And that is the reason, master-slave, dynamics is very, very important to understand. It's one of the key of the philosophy. Uh, Nietzsche, as you may know that Nietzsche, one of the greatest names in the modern philosophy, has, be, ha, has given a tremendously extraordinary philosophy and theology around master-slave. Coming back. So, in short, we are doing this episode learning about master-slave from in order to understand the meaning of our life and to take better control of our life. In yesterday's episode and class, we learned that our prefrontal cortex is essentially the master. A man's prefrontal cortex gets into high state of consciousness. The entire body submits. The entire body listens to the master. The entire body and brain follows what master does. The master puts entire body and brain into a discipline. In that state of discipline, all the pleasure activities are subsidized. The master decides what the eyes should see and should not see. Master decides what the ears should hear and should not hear. The master decides each and every aspect when to sleep, when to wake up and the body and the brain follows. And as an individual, that man just supplies enough amount of knowledge, data, information, history, and each and everything insights to the master. We already know from yesterday's episode that we have something called readiness potential. So, we cannot decide anything in life. Everything is autonomically decided by the brain. Even before I am speaking out this word, at least about 350 milliseconds prior to I am, I am deciding to speak out this word or if I am trying to move this hand much before this, when I decided that I will show this demo, the brain already had created this routine that I would need to show this demo. The only thing that we can do is to decide what not to do or decide which signals are to be stopped and that's about 350 milliseconds and the entire life's game is about stopping those signals. We already know from yesterday's class that if we see a car, a man and a female both would desire that car but a man's brain, the prefrontal cortex, would stop all such desires and will focus on the other thing. But the female's brain cannot get out of that desire. So therefore, there is no such thing called free will. We can only execute free-owned and that free-owned is executed by the master. 
So we also learned yesterday that a male becomes a master, hands over his life to the prefrontal cortex, the other part of the body submits to the prefrontal cortex. We also understood the meaning of submission. The meaning of submission means not thinking, leaving all the decisions to the master. Do whatever the master wants to do. Follow a discipline. Curtail all the desires. Remain bind by the master. Wait for master's instructions. And whatever the master says, the body and brain then follows. We also know that the submission means sacrifice, which means that because the master has grown, the other parts of the body just sacrifices their share of energy and master takes large amount of energy. Why? The body submits, even though each of our organs have their own awareness, their cell, they are aware, they can coordinate, they exchange message, but then they, why they submit to the master of the prefrontal cortex? Because we now know the principle of electrical energy. We have already learned that in our subject, in our previous classes, that human body is completely governed by energy. There are primarily two states of energy, electrical energy and chemical energy. Chemical energy, furthermore, are of three states, acidic, alkaline and neutral. The more oxygenation happens, body becomes more acidic. Till less oxygenation, body remains more alkaline. Similarly, in the electrical energy also, we have three states, the positive charge, the negative charge and the neutral. We know that when the cell becomes extremely uh, negative, when body cells action potential becomes negative, it becomes negative when you push, when you drive, when, when you are working too hard, which is called sympathetic dominance. Under that situation, most of the body cells becomes negative. A negative charged body is an extremely acidic body because whenever there are negative charge, there is a lot of oxidative stress and therefore, and therefore such body remains extremely acidic and so the body doesn't want to be so acidic and so body suffers. Any person who is pushing into the life, who is working very hard, who is working tirelessly, following something, getting promotion, even then the body is completely negative and because his own body is completely negative, own body is completely acidic, he suffers from indigestion, he suffers from problem with the excretion, uh, he suffers from lack of sleep, he suffers from nightmares in the sleep, he suffers from extreme tiredness. So such individuals, even though they, they achieve some initial quick victories or wins over a period of 10 to 15 years, those starts getting subsidized. So they need to put more and more amount of work in order to achieve the same amount of victory. That is the reason it is best exemplified by chess. You may see some players just grow to a 2000 ELO rating very fast and then they get struck completely over there. Because beyond that level, your hard work doesn't give you the success. There is a, there is a lot of 
principle, philosophies, theories that needs to be put in. And that's where most of the most of the average player turns out. Chase is not about making the next move. It's about principles. And as we discussed yesterday, you just do not become good with the principles in one domain. You become good with the principles in multiple domains. And therefore, they study a lot of history, philosophy, theory, science in order to master the art of the entire theory and philosophy because it becomes a habit and then they give it to the brain. So once prefrontal cortex takes over, it decides what to do, what not to do. It decides when to do, when not to do. It decides how to protect the body from the external threats. It knows when to get worried, when not to get worried. So a lot of worries, threats, lot of problems, uh, lot of fears the brain has, all of them are then gone. And therefore, when the prefrontal cortex takes over, brain works in a very slow frequency. Otherwise, brain is always shaking. We know that this is anxiety. Acidic and negative environment because there is a lot of electrons and electrons means there is a lot of movement inside the atoms. There are extra electrons and we already know that when extra electrons happen, the size gets increased. So the body, there is a lot of reactions that happens in the body. That body is a very unstable body. The brain is a very unstable brain because it is it is always getting those kind of Reaction, more electron, more uh, reactions, and that is the reason such people who who have pushed, who have tried tricks, tips, methodologies, after a stage they completely get disturbed because the brain cannot handle it. They become anxious. Then we already know success is equal to one by anxiety. If you don't know, just look into the uh, episode of success. You understand. So now, a normal person is completely after a stage. He is victorious. He is getting some wins. But after, say for example, 2000 LO rating, his life gets stuck. He pushes, 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 but there is no progress. That's what happens in real life in most of the people. They push, they become smart, they reach to a level and then they cannot fight. The reason they cannot fight is at the top, people don't succeed by becoming smart workers. All of them who says work smart, work hard, no. At the top, people succeed because they become masters. How they become masters? The brain wave becomes very slow. How brainwave becomes very slow is by giving more and more and more and more, more and more knowledge from different dimensions. The complete control of the brain is then given to the prefrontal cortex. After which prefrontal cortex eliminates the negativity from the body. The body doesn't shake. Chemical reaction stops. It feels safer. 
the acidity goes away, digestion improves, metabolism improves, sleep improves, nightmares are gone, the body feels safe and that is the reason the brain and the body submits to the master. In summary, if the body and brain doesn't have the master, it becomes anxious, that is number one. It becomes extremely negatively charged, that is number two. It is acidic, that is number three. Let me repeat, if body doesn't have a master, it becomes anxious, it becomes negative and it becomes extremely acidic. In these three situations, once digestion system collapses, excretion system collapses, sleep collapses. Why? Because under the anxiety, the parasympathetic nervous system of the autonomic nervous system branch completely collapses. We also know that the parasympathetic system is also responsible for driving our sexuality, reproductive system. And therefore, if body doesn't have a master, then irrespective of how much one is successful initially or for a period of even 10-15 years, after a certain time, it becomes anxious, then acidic, then negative, then all the other systems which are fundamentals like sleep, digestion, excretion collapses. Once that happens, the brain senses a threat. This threat again makes the adrenaline gland on the top of the kidney, that's a triangle shaped gland release adrenal hormone which is an anger and aggression hormone. So under this state they become extremely angry, they become extremely aggressive, they want to just just aggressively get over all their problems. So when there is no master, the body suffers, heart rate increases, heart rate becomes irregular, brain becomes irregular, there is a pain in the skull in this portion because most of the brain is functioning at this level for those individuals. So there is a pain in this portion, sometimes shooting pain sometimes. They start losing the memory because there is an anxiety over here and memory is in our cerebellum. So the circuits do not connect. So they start losing the energy uh, memory and uh, heart rate is very high blood pressure increases so body has to work very hard to supply excess energy body gets tired and therefore if the body doesn't have a master if the prefrontal cortex is not unlocked such males completely start getting down of their own it's like a collapse systemic collapse one after the other their reproductive system goes down, they don't have erection. Their memory goes down, they stop remembering things which hurts to men. They don't feel consciousness, 
Vishnu is that they, they don't experience the universe which is essential for the man. They don't have a relaxed body. It's, a, it's an acidic body which is going down. A lot of such men going forward faces problems such as prostate and prostate enlargement and colon problems. It's a lot of negative charge that needs to expand the the area to accommodate those charges. So, in simple words, if males could not have, could not unlock, could not live their life to unlock the prefrontal cortex of the master, they become, they completely become self-destructive. And we already know that our heart is an electromagnetic device. There is an electrical energy that flows from sinoatrial node till the ventricles. And that's how the you may have seen the ECG signal, PQRST. Right. So heart is an electrical device. Any electrical device, muscle is again has a lot of minerals. We our blood has ferrite which is iron and whenever there is electricity and whenever there is iron of course there is magnetism so our heart is an electromagnetic device it radiates an electromagnetic fields that lasts for about two feet from us so whenever a person gets negative the electromagnetic field is like this like this like this like this, like this, right? It's unstable, anxious electromagnetic field. There is no stability. Anyone who comes near that person within two feet, then what happens is his body goes through that extremely variable electromagnetism. His body goes through that electromagnetism. That electromagnetism crosses to his heart. Now, there is a simple principle. If you wind a conduction well in a pencil and move a magnet on top of it and put the two ends to a light, you will see the light glowing. This is electromagnetism. So if the magnetic field changes across a conductor, it produces electricity. If magnetic field changes across a conductor, it produces electricity. Now. The magnetic field that is experienced by a person who comes near to this negative person varies, varies very randomly. So there is a reverse electricity, very minimum, but there is a reverse electricity. That induces anxiety in the other person also. Other person may not have any worries in their life, but because of this electromagnetic field which is, which is Randomly varying the way if you move a magnetic field on the top of a conductor near the conductor, the conductor produces electricity. There is electricity. So, magnetic energy is getting converted into electrical energy. The same way, the same way, if this electromagnetic field generated by, so if you take the same conductor, put the two ends to a battery, 
put the two ends to a battery then slowly that becomes a magnet right so the same way if a negative person is radiating electromagnetic field which goes up to two feet of our hand hearts heart radiates the electromagnet even though brain controls the body we know that through autonomic nervous system brain and heart are connected and heart radiates this electromagnetic field whenever other person comes within two feet proximity of this person then they also start becoming anxious and then their physiology also changes because magnetic field is changing across a conductive device and so reverse electricity is getting created that is why you get ectopic peaks in the ecg uh, in in hearts those people are essentially the people who are living near the uh, near lot of negative people so when somebody doesn't when a male doesn't have a master irrespective of how successful he is currently or success words again is misused how victorious he is at this moment over a period of time by the fundamental principle that there is no boss under little bit of stress the entire body entire brain completely collapses when that collapse they cannot handle any more stress they become anxious anxiety is a precursor to neurotism they become neurotic when they become neurotic they lose the, their personality there is a personality disturbance then there is a negative charge so that negative charge results in things like prostate enlargement or microcalcification that negative charge leads to hair fall that negative charge then leads to adrenaline burst adrenaline rush increasing the anger and anxiety and whomsoever this male comes nearer to their heart's electromagnetic field which is completely messed up now passes on the same anxiety to the other person also because of the principle of the electromagnetism and that is the reason this this male who doesn't get erection who doesn't who doesn't find any sexuality any female when they come closer to him feels extremely negative they they can't get through that person and that happens that can happen from the age of 25 30 anything so when this female touches this male when there is a touch it's a, it's a very proximal sexuality is very proximal so when the female tries to touch that the amount of the negativity is so high the there is an anxiety and the heart's electric field is so violent that it completely changes the electromagnetism inside the female we know that the female body is parasympathetic activated there is a lot of potassium ions that goes but then due to the inverse electricity suddenly the female body starts becoming extremely anxious that is how females are able to sense the negative people they they tell themselves stories but every female is capable of sensing the negative people is there in a very relaxed 
neural state and in the re relaxed neural state if you are if you are having slightest of the intentions bad intentions you know negativity if you are underneath physiology is bad because they are they, they are in the parasympathetic system the variation remains very starts getting very high so they start feeling that anxiety and that's how females develop a very good intuition females are intuition driven it's not a gift it's a simple science parasympathetic system the body's interest come in proximity with a negative person he is radiating the electromagnetic field which are varying penetrates through female heart the female heart produces reverse electricity many ectopics the heart starts beating irregularly heart starts beating irregularly their brain gets that signal brain becomes anxious so whenever a negative male comes near a female the female gets anxious they, they can feel it they can feel that negativity every female can feel the negativity and if they did not feel it which means that they were also in the same negativity zone and we already know from yesterday's episode that these days females are more like male rather than focusing on their x chromosome they focus a lot on masculine pursuits to go to school and things like that and with choice again because of that their physiology due to the fact of physiological coupling starts becoming uh, similar to that of men's physiology and thereafter once the physiological changes happens the females becomes psychologically also similar to the male and then we know the phenomenon the difference is that females have a lot of gut microbiome and ovarian system ovary vagina brain they exchange lakhs of messages every day millions of messages every day and it requires extreme amount of energy for the females to supply to the ovarian system daily it's not that yeah, easy <laughs> you know and and because of that their brain compromises and stores the routine lot of routine and that's how it works more or less in the autonomic mode and that's the reason whenever the female sees something that is there with somebody else that she doesn't have she cannot control that nobody can control that desire but a female in particular cannot do that because her brain is not made to control the signal somebody has to do that so such females cannot sense this negative male see such females cannot so essentially nobody at the ground level can sense the negativity and the negative person can infect that negativity to everybody without knowing without talking just by sitting you know two feet distance uh, radiating magnetic field he can silently walk through a office building and everybody will become anxious he doesn't have to even handshake with anyone he just have to walk through the building just walk and everybody will become negative because our body primal has those primal sensing by means of which it can um, it can determine the negativity of through the magnetic fields so a ma a male who doesn't have a prefrontal cortex master completely goes down any female comes in proximity with this male gets completely disturbed they do not have any sexuality 
because of this the male starts getting more violent they uh, they generally start to dominate uh, so dominance as it call is an adrenaline drive there is no masculinity over there it's adrenaline driven and they try to dominate the female that's because of the inner problem of instability so how will male gets to unlock the prefrontal cortex how a male gets his master in general historically historically if you see seven years of apprenticeship under a master is something that makes male the master themselves for example in ramayana arjuna who was the greatest of the archers india had produced submitted himself to dronacharya dronacharya had many students but arjuna completely submitted he submitted in a sense you now know what is submission right guru is everything guru tells if i am to walk guru tells if i am to sit guru decides everything so arjuna submits and then becomes the greatest archer going back into the history socrates was one of the greatest philosophers of the modern era he lived in athens unfortunately athenians took out the eyes of socrates and that led to the demise of athens but socrates was an athenian one of his students was pluto pluto submitted himself to socrates to his master he whatever socrates says he, his focus was to to note down what socrates is saying and thereafter pluto became socrates never used to write anything socrates never used writing so pluto it is pluto plato as you pronounce i'm a bengali so my pronunciation may at times hurt you please uh, bear with me i'm not native english speaking not english education trained so my pronunciation may be little confusing at times but please bear with me so splendon completely submitted to the master socrates whatever socrates says plato knows plato follows and then plato went on to create one of the most intellectual theologies the most intellectual line of teaching which is called the platonic schools which is called the platonic school and when the europe went into the dark age after 476 ad the the visigoths they they completely ransacked rome roman population collapsed there was almost 1000 years of dark age around 530 ad then there was the last platonic school that was running that was going in egypt by a female name hypatia and the egyptian mob uh, completely killed her leading to the dark age and then after that uh, in florence uh, some sometimes around 1348 ad and you may be knowing that in 1302 ad world saw a mini ice age the europe's temperature had reduced 
and then Europe had seen the Black Death. There were tremendous amount of deaths uh, in the 14th century Europe and after that in Florence, Italy, the few people uh, they discovered the platonic learning from the past and that's how the renaissance in Italy happened. So Plato literally drove human civilization. Even during the French Revolution 1799 AD, Plato played a major role. A lot of revolutionaries adopted Platonic theory. And so Plato become, became master by submitting completely to another master, Socrates. You know the submission. Master decides what I'll do. I'll take the pain. Master will get the pleasure. But he takes care of the decision. He decides what I should do. And Master does that to eliminate the anxiety. So it is very difficult for any male to know what is my existence, what is the meaning, what is the purpose of my life, why I exist, what am I supposed to do, what am I supposed to learn. The life is not that easy. The philosophy is not that easy. So male brain completely gets disturbed, destroyed over a period of time. But the master, it gives direction. Do this. It is uncompromising. As I told you yesterday, that the prefrontal cortex decides what I should see. So even if you put a male across a master size, and the brain says, don't read the master, don't read. That's the amount of discipline the master enforces within the body. And the same principle is applied in a master-student dynamic. So this master, the student, completely submits to the master. He watches the master. He follows the master. Master doesn't tell him how to solve the problem. Master gives him the problem. He solves the problem. Master gives him more problem, he solves more problem. Teachers doesn't worry about any pain. Master gives him more pain, he takes more pain. And he remains non-free, kind of a slave to this master, kind of owned by the master. It is not the master who is owning the slave, it is the slave which is giving the ownership as we know. Prefrontal cortex cannot control the eye. Eye has to give that control to the... So a slave has to give that ownership to the master. So the same way, such kind of students, for example, Arjun, he completely submits and hand over his ownership to the master. In the same Mahabharata, Lord Sri Krishna, which is who is also considered to be one of the lords, one of the gods or reincarnation of the god Arjuna submits completely to Krishna and Krishna was the charioteer, he was the driver of chariot of Arjun when Arjun fought the war and during the Mahabharata war when, when Arjun got the doubt that how can I fight against my own people? They are all my brothers and sisters. Lord Krishna narrates Bhagavad Gita to Arjun. 
This is very very metaphorical but it explains you the master-slave dynamics. So the slaves, physical work is not the problem. The problem is the confusion of life. There are in every stage, there is a lot of confusion of life. The brain doesn't want to do something just for the sake of doing. Because brain cannot enjoy money. Brain cannot eat money. And therefore, money doesn't push brain. Brain needs something other than money. The master knows that. That's why when Krishna narrates the Bhagavad Gita to Arjun, Arjun completely hears that. Arjun asks his doubt to Lord Krishna. How should I work? So Lord Krishna tells him about dharma, which is responsibilities, moralities. Lord Krishna tells him about each and everything. So if you ever get to read Bhagavad Gita, you should read Bhagavad Gita. That's one of the very good examples of how a master and slave communication happens. No, it's not master carrying slave and beating slaves. They're, they're all cheap people. They're controllers. Not Master slave is not controlling. It's a free flow dynamics. So, it's a free flow dynamics. Arjuna is submitting. Lord Krishna, whatever you say I am going to do. Lord Krishna is not directing. Go and fight war because I am saying. No. Let me repeat. Arjuna is saying to Krishna, Lord Krishna, Whatever you say, I'll do. Krishna is not saying, go and kill your people. Krishna is the master. Arjuna is the slave. Arjuna is submitting. But Krishna is not directing. Krishna is explaining the slave, the philosophy of life. Plato completely spends his life for his master Socrates. He keeps himself. Whatever master says, but Socrates is not telling Plato, go, get me my food. Socrates is spending hours and hours and hours and hours and hours with Plato, discussing philosophy of life, explaining him, teaching him. So, the reason a slave submits and hand over the ownership to the master is because master helps the slave to understand the life. Remember, only object needs control. Master-slave is not a controlled relationship. There cannot be a control. The submission is always from the slave. Slave means one who is going to follow. And master doesn't generate command. Do this. Master explains the world. Once that explanation is convincing, once the... And master doesn't say, listen to me. Master doesn't say, believe me. Master doesn't say, because I am saying. Master doesn't say, you do that because I am giving you freedom. Master doesn't say, you follow me. Master doesn't say anything. Master teaches and then subjects the slave to a danger. For him to learn the philosophy by himself from whatever master said. Let me repeat. The master doesn't tell the slave what to do. He explains the life and then he completely 
expose the slave into a dangerous situation so that slave can use that learning that the master has given to come out of that situation so master is owning the slave to turn the slave into a master what is happening the plato his brain is focused he doesn't have any he knows what is to be done whatever master says i have to do plato becomes plato arjuna not worried about any other thing whatever krishna says i'll do krishna explains arjuna and then lets him experience krishna never takes up and weapon and fights arjuna's war socrates never takes up a pen and writes his disciples language and this is repeated over and over in the history even in the 17th century when galileo galilei uh, when the church asked galileo galilei to inverse or denounce his principle of uh, heliocentricity which means that earth rotates around the sun because the church was in belief that there is a model on geocentricity which means that uh, the earth rotates around the uh, revolves around the uh, the sun revolves around the earth so galileo was finally imprisoned uh, and uh, not in prison he was put in a house arrest and ferlini is one of the students he stayed with galileo as master and it is the ferlini because of whom we know galileo galilei today ferlini completely submitted himself to the master and he learned he was with him in the house so that's how falini became master himself leonardo da vinci he worked under verisio that's how when a male goes under a master the master slowly turns that slave through by by becoming submitted to the slave the male understands the whole notion of submission how to not question how to concentrate how to focus how to give everything to one point of control that's how the male becomes masters themselves after they separate from their masters they submit themselves to the humanity they submit themselves to the human race they submit themselves to a purpose and therefore the masters are the one whose life doesn't have any pleasure they they are not really the pleasure driven because most of the pleasures are taken away during the course of mastery and when a master becomes a master autonomous at the time his entire brain becomes stable he has a god super consciousness he is that man who has a great super consciousness extreme amount of positive charge and that's why those masters can heal others when they touch 
they have so much of positive charge that they can pull a lot of negative charges from the other's body. Healing is a science. Healing is not miracle. So when such master touches somebody's body, touches somebody's head, they pull out a lot of negative charge from that person. Because the negative charges gets eliminated from the body, that person feels healed. Because once the negative charges goes, heart rate slows down, parasympathetic system of this person takes over, parasympathetic system also controls immunity as well as inner healing, recovery of the body. And that's how his recovery becomes 10x more. That's how healing science works. So, so master then becomes a healer. Master understands the world because he, a master is one who is greatest slave, who submits. So now this master, the man, imagine the amount of pain that man is going to take. He submits himself for human race. He is going to be humiliated. He is going to take all the pains of not having any pleasure. He will invest hours and hours and days and months to, to build something extraordinary. Just look into the works of Leonardo da Vinci. Look into the works of somebody like uh, Louis Galvani, who, in his, who invented the galvanic cell. Look into the lives of uh, you know, um, Aristotle, look into the life of Plato, look into the life of Einstein. Then you will see one of one common factor. All of them, not, none of them could be bent down by the system. Galileo Galilei, he said no, nothing doing. Earth rotates around the sun. Louis Galvani, he was asked by the authorities to swear that God gives electricity. No, nothing doing. Electricity is the phenomenon between two charged particles. Einstein was an outlaw, more or less sent out of all the schools. Edison was not part of the school. Leonardo da Vinci was not, a, not part of the schooling system. He was Verocious Menti. And that's how, that's how. These masters, they are so autonomous, so powerful, they understand the world so good. They are so focused at the humanity that you cannot manipulate them, bend them, control them. Because they are submissive in nature, they, they learn to submit themselves and they appear very weak. So a lot of people consider the masters to be very, very weak, very, very... Uh, vulnerable and they try to take advantage. However, it is the nature of these masters. They are, they are extremely submissive. One of such greatest masters was Michelangelo. If you look into the eyes of Michelangelo, it's submissive eyes. He was called the master. Across the Renaissance, everybody submitted to Michelangelo. He was not worried. He was very successful in terms of both business, arts, everything. And he was receptive because masters are receptive. Masters want to consume everything they can learn and give it to their prefrontal cortex. So a master doesn't 
you, you don't see somebody as violent because the masters are so calm, so peaceful. Uh, they appear submissive because they want to consume all your knowledges, all your bodies, all your patterns, every thought process into them. That's how a master is created. So a male becomes a master by another master. So it is the ability of a male and his parents, or lack of that anyways, to, to grow up under a master for that male to become a man. And once he becomes a man, he attains this mastery and thereafter he can take control not controlling, take control of his life and then he takes the accountability. The master is then accountable. Masters are not just responsible. They don't do responsibility. They own the outcome. Good outcome, bad outcome, master owns it. They take the pain, humiliation, extreme pain of doing the same thing. They are extremely disciplined, the same thing over and 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 over again. Every day, months, years, decades, that's how masters are disciplined. Now, a female can also become master, but from yesterday's episode, we already know in that case, that's a man with a female's body. And the female, once achieves the mastery, would be losing her reproductive ability and her feeling to herself. That's a cost a female would have to pay. Now, that's a very, very big cost for a female to pay, isn't it? A female is a creator. A female gives birth her body, her genes. Look, whatever your opinions are, the genes do not care about your opinion. So, a female body, her genes, her genetic memory completely pushes her always towards becoming a mother. But as she keeps growing, we know how a lot of Nobel laureate females have never become a mother. And that's because the mastery is a sacrifice. It's giving away your everything into an executive center. Now what happens is even though a female may uh, reach to the mastery level, it's a man, it's essentially a man and they are more or less uh, get fascinated by the other females of course because a man desires other females. So a lot of the most successful females becomes lesbian and the homosexual. No offense to that, but that's the cause that one gives. However, the genes always keep torturing them because they don't feel. Now, that is the reason a girl wants to submit to a master. That is the reason a girl wants to submit to a master, to a man. Who is this master? No aggression brainwave is very very slow they get the things done because their brain operates at a such a high quantum energy level that is the reason some says that when you desire 
No, when you desire something, the universe doesn't conspire. For the masters, their brain's frequency is so, 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 so stable that the brain waves when they go from one person to another person. We already, today's episode, we learned how the negativity spreads. The same way, the master's brain wave spreads in such a fashion that it it creates those dynamics by means of which the things happen. That's how prefrontal cortex, the the ultimate consciousness, the super consciousness, which is called of the universe. So far, people have used them spiritually and philosophically. And they explained you scientifically what they mean. At that, at that super conscious level, things get stunned because the quantum energy concentrates. You know, it, it's a quantum principle. Quantum energy can remain in bits or packets. So once the packaged quantum energy is packaged, then by the principle of success, and we already know in the episode of success uh, how the quantum principle is applied onto success of life. And that's how things happen. So now, females are always look out for the masters. Not only females, a male is also look out for the master. He got trained with a master. Right? Now, this man, the master, he now becomes the master of a female. Now, just like every master, a master doesn't accept any... Dronacharya did not accept all the disciples. Plato did not accept all the disciples. They don't do that. So, the master becomes very selective about whom they want to... whom they want in their life. And so, girls looks for the submission because of course in the modern day their entire body their brain is all around the park they have no stability of the brain it's an anxious entire society is anxious that's now not how a girl's body should be a girl should be in the parasympathetic mode but in today's environment the girls are more or less in the sympathetic mode if you are a female check your heart rate it would be invariably between 80 to 90 or even higher and if that is so you are already in the sympathetic mode so the females gets down in the sympathetic mode we know it's a faster aging 20 becomes 30 30 becomes 40 no 30 is not new 20 okay don't fool yourself you can you can. The consequences are purely yours. Nobody else is a loser. So, the negativity, the anxiety makes females age very fast. The acidity, they cannot handle the acidity because they have a slower metabolic rate. Females have a slower metabolic rate. And if that metabolism gets affected by the acidity, then their entire internal world collapses. That is the reason females look a god, a master, to concentrate all their energies around and then get comfortable. So the man, the master, is also a slave, but he is a slave of the humanity. He has submitted his life to the human race. His consciousness is at such a high level that 
he completely doesn't require any physical master understand a master is the greatest of this slave the master also has submitted he has submitted to the human race no desire of his own no pleasure of his own no expectation from his own everything is the human race everything is the god everything is for the god so the master is the greatest of the slaves of god of the humanity and he takes the unbearable amount of pain he takes care of all the negativity he takes care of all the bad things he takes care of the bad time he takes care of his people so master in himself is the greatest of the slave a person who cannot submit to another master cannot have that attention and focus of the brain to develop his brain as the brain of mastery and once that brain becomes mastery that brain also cannot remain free it has to be bind with a god and that's why masters are extremely religious masters are submitted to the humanity to the human race they don't care about the money because so far their life all such pleasures are gone and so masters are also the greatest slave now because they are the physical representation of superiority of the positive charge and females find it very hard in the modern way in the modern times to remain in the parasympathetic mode relaxed mode they are also extremely negative so what does a female would want she would have then two choices the choice number 1 is to submit to a master choice number 2 herself become a master the only problem is a female brain doesn't allow a female even if it is taken over by a male doesn't allow the female brain to submit her to the humanity there is a difference a male master submits the brain to the humanity a female master for example a nobel laureate female cannot do that because the brain wants her to be yes for her child so even though those females who reaches at the pinnacle of the career they're more or less man in the female's body there is one difference consciousness the consciousness function doesn't get created executive function gets created consciousness function doesn't get created female consciousness lies in the mid brain it's more or less awareness it's not consciousness so even a nobel laureate female doesn't reach to the highest super consciousness level that a master reaches is the only difference even a female nobel laureate interview if you hear should invariably say i i deserved my life female empowerment if you listen to a male master there is no i humanity race sacrifice 
There is no I there. See the difference. So, a female may get successful, reach to the pinnacle of her career, but her consciousness is not in the prefrontal cortex. She unlocks the executive function, but still the consciousness is here. It is, it is more awareness, not consciousness. So even a female at the top cannot feel that God. Male masters do. They submit themselves to this God, humanity, super consciousness, and that's how they become free. They, they are the slave. But the female who reached at the top, they realize, even after reaching at the top, they are not becoming free because the brain doesn't know who is owning them. The brain, they don't get meaning of life. They may be, they may be successful. That means they may live up to the age of 100. They may be victorious, they may get Nobel Prize, anything. But the brain keeps searching for the meaning. What was my meaning? Why the F did I work so long? Whom do I belong to? The man master belongs to God, humanity. His disciples belongs to man masters. The female belongs to man. Not belonging to anyone is the most painful theology, is the most painful state of the brain because brain feels, I am for no one. There is no one with me. The male master they feels, I am the servant, I am the slave of human race. He is also the slave of his master. Because the dynamics are like that, that he can close his eyes and he can experience the master. It's a superconscious state. The superconscious in the superconscious state, the memory is such that a Arjun, that Arjun can close his eyes and he can feel Krishna. He can still feel submitted to Krishna. So Arjun knows he belongs to humanity and he belongs to Krishna, even when Krishna is not in his life. Look into a such victorious female sports person. The female sports person after the victory would say a lot of them that I deserved, I worked hard, I had talent. The I word comes back. It's not that they are doing it intentionally or they are doing it all across. Take any female at the top of their career. There is an I word. Take any male masters. At the top, they have humanity and God and people in their talks. The reason that happens is because of the superconsciousness, the man can submit to the human race a superficial metaphysical reality. Man can submit to metaphysical reality. Female cannot submit to a metaphysical reality. You can force a female to think about Jesus. You can force a female to think about she can only submit to the physical reality.
even an Nobel laureate, even with high degree of prefrontal cortex, females cannot do that because the consciousness function. It's just not there. You cannot build it, which is not there. All right. You cannot get a tail because that's not there. Even if you envision to become somebody like monkey, you just cannot have a tail because it's not there. Would you be producing, would a male be producing lactoses and milk if he desires? No. It's not there. It's just not there. So, the females screwed morally their life by trying to follow the others and it's not their fault. Society manipulated them. Few, few lesser male, they manipulated the females and they dropped them. So because the females do not have a super consciousness, they look for a master. There is again another story from the same Mahabharata, that of Krishna and Radha. Radha submits to Krishna and when Radha complains to Krishna, Krishna, you have so many girls. How would you give me love? I have to only one Krishna. So Krishna says, Radha, inside you, I am so big that my physical sense becomes so less. Radha, inside you, I am so big that I am so small to the me which is inside you. Listen, Radha is complaining, Krishna, why don't you give me love? Because you have many lovers. You, you have so many, but I have only you. The Krishna is saying, no, inside you, I am so big that me in the physical reality is so small. That is why you cannot experience me. So how a girl's submission occurs is, she first come in proximity with a master. Then she starts building a sense of the God, a God-like figure of the master. It's like, grows bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. It's her entire life is around that master and she submits because her brain doesn't have this consciousness, right? So she creates this master persona inside her brain. This is the first metaphysical dynamic she is creating in her brain. And this becomes so strong that then her entire body submits to this frontal part of the brain, which is nothing but a Krishna, that is, which is nothing but a metaphysical creation of the physical person she is seeing. That is the reason after winning, after victorious, many of the females, they say that I am deserving. I, the coach helped me because I, I was deserving. I, I, I had talent. I won. The problem is that with that statement, they broke. With that statement, they broke the God that was controlling them. And so their life gets completely broken. There is a 
there are there are histories littered with these cases, but there's a great Indian badminton player who once won a bronze medal, Olympics in fact, first Indian female to have won a bronze medal in this badminton and she is one of the um, greatest disciples of one of the greatest coach and I don't use the word great abundantly. Uh, if I am using the name of Leonardo da Vinci and Galileo, so understand that I don't. So this, uh, so there is a great Indian badminton coach, Pulaila Gopichand, and he, there is a great uh, disciple. And after winning the Olympic, the disciple says that yeah, I was deserving. I won the medal. The coach says nothing. But since that day. The disciple doesn't win any single thing and it happens in most of the female successful life because after certain stage see they don't understand this dynamic because they were coaches they're not the masters the masters never explained them that a female comes in proximity with a male master but then creates that male master's persona inside her prefrontal cortex because she doesn't have a super consciousness. So this master becomes her super consciousness, completely takes over her, this master acts like the executive function for these females just like slaves they submit they take physical pain they give themselves completely they work master disciplines them master tells them when to sit when to get up they don't have to think anything their body feels light why? The energy requirement gets reduced. They know what to do. They know they know when to get up, when to sit, what to do, what not to do. No executive function. Brain is free. Their body goes into the parasympathetic mode. Less decision, less anxiety, parasympathetic mode. They feel relaxed. They start feeling themselves. It's the master who grows her. Okay? And she feels divine. She feels as a as a slave of this master. She feels completely different. Her complete persona is changed. And because female is more awareness driven, which is neocortex and central brain driven, male masters are more prefrontal cortex driven. Without physicality, Females cannot, females cannot comprehend the reality. So there should be a bridge between the feminine, feminine visualization. Man have consciousness, feminine have a strong visualization. So feminine visualization and reality should be the same. Paradoxically, one doesn't understand the meaning of shame if one doesn't go through shame, paradoxically, one doesn't understand what is humiliation. If one doesn't go through the humiliation, 
the way masters the prefrontal cortex puts the body humiliates the body tells the eyes no you don't see what you are seeing it's a humiliation degradation making the eye completely degraded that you are going to see what i tell you to see the same way females wants to experience that it's the same dynamic with the prefrontal with the other part of the brain is submitting to prefrontal cortex where the body is submitting to the prefrontal cortex or the female is submitting to the master the master subjects the female through humiliation disciplines gives her tasks we already know from the difference between masculinity and femininity that a man brain is more reward centric and a female brain is more punishment averse that's the reason the whole concept of punishment comes and this is the pinnacle of the philosophy of bdsm whatever movies you see gray blue whether 50 shades of green or blue those are not those are cheap representation and people say is philosophy but they don't understand because most inner dynamics are not understood so how it works is the same way that our brain submits to the prefrontal cortex the female submits to a master the master is submitted to humanity so there is a submission at all level the female submits to this master but because her consciousness lies in the midbrain there has to be a physical reality there has to be a channelizing between physical reality and metaphysical reality that is the reason she gives herself to the master master gives her pain lot of physical pain because under those pains more growth hormone is developed that's why a female becomes slave a female slavery over here is completely different slave is one who works with the direction of the master she gets into the bondage or she gets the leash the reason being that without submission because master is also leashed with the human race but the master has male master has the prefrontal cortex to put that leash the female doesn't have that leash so a female slave submits to a master gets this leash gets rid of her clothes because nobody wants to remain not belonging to someone in that sense the female feels submitted but she is not submitting to the physical version of the master but rather the krishna she has built in her mind are you getting here there is a man whom she is the man is a master whom she is she has internalized and she has grown internally and now she is submitting to this master in her head not phys- so physical master is just creating that bridge between her internal reality and her physical reality because if she has to submit she has to do something 
in life she has to submit in order to, and we know that everything is a habit you can you cannot submit to your work if you are not submitted in your life you cannot be prefrontal cortex driven in one instance and midbrain driven in another instance that is why the female wants to submit and this submission is not control only objects are controlled submission is from the self so a female gives herself as a slave to the master the master gives humiliates the master gives nudity to the female the master gives discipline to the female the master says what she should do what she should not do the master may even decide what she wears what she doesn't wears the master may even decides whether she should wear an undergarment she should not wear an undergarment the master may even decide whether she should go out naked she should not go out naked so the reason that a female does that is because that's exactly the way our brain and body submits to our prefrontal cortex our consciousness because the female doesn't have that they build a persona they build a god like of this man and then sub- so even though the even though a master is telling the female physically get on your knees say a master is directing his slave physically get on your knees the female slave is not getting on to the knee before this physical person everything is playing out in her brain and her body is just following that brain therefore over a period of time this becomes a very autonomic function she doesn't get thousands of thoughts it's a very sorted brain body works good she becomes successful that is the reason if a master hasn't taught his female slave the principle of life and the objectivity of the slavery is not for the life but for the freedom of the mind so that she becomes she remains belong to somebody when that female goes out whether it's a music director's prodigy a coach's prodigy a director's prodigy when the female declares herself liberated the problem is that something which was governing her driving her that gets broken completely that gets shattered she breaks it because she is physically driven it requires every day's effort every day's effort to keep for her to keep this reality this metaphysical reality the female doesn't live with the metaphysical reality the way a male does so a man who goes under a great master can remain his disciple till the end of his death but a female doesn't do that if she is away from the let's say she parts away from the master from her coach from her music director from her fashion designer so female submits why not to become successful everyone submits because that's how human brain and body works males to submit for the excellence those who cannot they remain anxious okay so every master him in himself is the greatest of the slave 
who was the greatest slave of his master and who is the greatest one of the greatest slave of the humanity. That's how the masters are. And so the females, they submit to the master. The master gives them humiliation. You may ask her to sit on the knees. It's a humiliating posture. But that sense of humiliation gives her an understanding of the fact of humiliation. The, the pain gives one the understanding of the pleasure. So one who writes about BDSM and one who makes commentary about BDSM, films about BDSM, just look into their life whether they are masters in their subject or not. Whether, not in their subject, whether they are master of life or not. That tells the story. Not expert. The master in the life or not, they can, they can talk about life or not. That tells whether they are eligible to understand master and slave or not. Neidze, for example, I suggest all of you to read Neidze, a German philosopher, and you would understand. And then after Neidze, if you watch these videos, you would understand these dynamics. So we submit to become greatest. The female submit to become a female, a girl, because then all the anxieties are gone, her parasympathetic system takes over. But when she is successful, often all her family, her friends, they start telling her that you deserve, that you know you are talented. And the female, she creates that pride and boom. Is gone. That remains for a certain period of time, but then a female cannot create that master ever again because the female is not metaphysical driven. She is physical driven. By that time, the master is quite away from the female. The female prodigy gets destroyed. No brain likes not to be owned. Every brain wants to be slaves. And those brains who are free becomes slaves of the system. The systems are driven by some of the manipulated. So if a female doesn't submit, for example, if a female doesn't submit to a master, the female would invariably submit to the education system, to the healthcare system, to, to other systems, to other manipulations. And the life will be missed just like the male life. That is the principle of master-slave. To summarize, the master is, is one who understands the life in the greatest of the way. Two, a master is a man who has been the greatest disciple of another master. Number three, a male, a male becomes master by decades of working under the master. Number four, mastery creates an aura in the male. The man, after masculinity, the super consciousness of the man gets unlocked. Number five, then the master, then the male disciple becomes master himself. Once a disciple, number six, once a disciple becomes master, the disciple becomes submitting, the disciple submits to humanity and the race. Number seven, 
For example, you listen to Steve Jobs, you listen to Elon Musk, you listen to any of your icons, you will hear the words of humanity, human race and so on. The females do not have this super consciousness, they have more prefrontal cortex. Therefore, they look for a master to whom they can submit. Those males who are already anxious, they do not understand the life well. They dominate the female. In the literature, in science, in philosophy, there is no such word called dominance. Always understand that a dominance is the manipulation part in the BDSM. There is no dominance. No dominance. No dominance. Nothing. Only a manipulative system in the power structure dominates the other. So number eight. Masters submits himself to the human race, takes all the pain and humiliation, gives away all his earthly desires, rights, uh, dreams to take care of the human race. Females then gives themselves as the slaves to the master, but in reality she creates a metaphysical entity of the master and then submits to that metaphysical reality. Number 10. The master, the physical master, owns the female slave. The ownership is physical, but in the female brain it translates into a metaphysical entity. The master makes the slave sit on her knee naked. That nudity is completely metaphysical in her brain. Through that process, she is taking a humiliation. And of course the pain in the knee and the combination of humiliation and pain is the same process that our brain goes through when the prefrontal cortex takes over. So essentially a female is submitting to her own frontal brain. It is not so her physical body is submitting to this and because her life is around physical reality the male master is acting just like a bridge between the physical reality and her metaphysical reality. This submission leads a female to become relaxed, her body becomes in the parasympathetic mode, her negative charges disappears, her heart rate gets reduced, the brain doesn't have to think too many things, she gets into the discipline and because of this phenomenon, she does excel in her field. No master, one who has invested his 10-20 years in submission can deal with just a beautiful female. The masters looks for great disciples. So these females, they excel under this master because excellence at certain stage needs her to push. So she pushes her body. Once she starts pushing her body, once she starts becoming victorious, her body again starts getting negative because of uh, sodium plus ion, because it's a sympathetic dominant. And after a certain stage, she doesn't feel any connection with the master because she took the, see, she becomes, became the disciple. The submission was to make sense out of her life. Her body gets parasympathetic system. Then she starts slowly working. She improves in her career, but all those improvement is done 
only for the men's body. So she is basically growing uh, and after once she reaches to the pinnacle of the career, her body is completely sympathetic dominant. With that sympathetic dominance, she doesn't have the ability to submit. Unlike the man, she doesn't have the super consciousness to submit herself to the human race. So a male master after reaching to the pinnacle of the career or pinnacle of his domain becomes a, becomes a slave of the humanity. But after a female reaches to the top, she is lost. Because she cannot remain slave of the master because her energy level is much higher now. This is why females suffer. This is why it is very, very essential for the females to understand the dynamics of the life beyond the nonsense because the life is very precious. The life is not about 20, 30, 40 shades of red, green, blue. The life is about meaning. It has to be understood because the stakes are very high stakes. Our future generation, the females become the mother and you just cannot go on to become bad mothers. That doesn't work. You have to produce the human race of the future. There is an accountability. You are not leaving here to enjoy the free oxygen and water, you see. The human race depends upon you. The tomorrow's race depends upon you. So you have an accountability. It's just not how the pleasure life works. And if you do not meet those accountability, then the gene gets eliminated. Then the entire race gets eliminated. See, we are in a, in a, in a state, if you do not sit and think what you are doing, both those means you then do you know the law the negative energy spreads and then it bursts so with that we come to an end of today's huge episode big episode I hope you understood why a female submits how a female submits where that submission ends and after that what happens? I will not give you the solution of what should be done because it is about the meaning of life and you have to figure out the meaning of the life. You also understood how the whole dynamics of master slave spreads out for man and spreads out for the woman. Thank you for attending the class. And those of you who wants to take more control about your life, please read the book Intimacy Lost for Man, The Birth of the Lugal and adopt the philosophy and science in your life. Thank you. Have a great day. See you tomorrow.